allegiance to the great shepherd the great shepherd of the sheep Lord bring our souls to this state of salvation Amen. help us to experience salvation save us from everything that we have acquired yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord but our heart would indeed pant after you. But our heart would lost after you. That our heart would be lost in search for you. The true owner, the true shepherd of the sheep, the great shepherd, the great shepherd, the great shepherd. Great shepherd, the great shepherd, shepherd of our soul, shepherd in us from dead to life, raising the dead, healing the sick, raising dead and sick souls. Lord, help our heart to come alive, to cry to you, the willingness. To part with death. To part with our riches. That we might gain you. That we might gain life. Yes, Father. Yes. Help us. Parashoto Veremus. Help us indeed. Help us indeed. The great shepherd. Help us. The good shepherd. Help us. The good shepherd. 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 Oh, help us to swear allegiance to you. 
to know your greatness, to know you as our great shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. We appreciate you. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Our shepherd. We worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Say hi to your neighbor. I'm happy to see you. Lord be with you. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, welcome everyone to today. Uh, I'm uh, glad we are here <coughs> and I welcome everyone joining us online as well. Amen. Amen. Um, today is another day. Amen. Amen. Most of the time, the song can throw you somewhere. Uh, I hope that the Lord will help us to find direction this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I know that we are in a season of help. Help is coming our way. I believe that. And I trust that we will find entrance into God's life. Um, it's not easy to to come into that state where we can clearly declare that Jesus is the owner of our soul. It's not easy. I know. I know. We tell ourselves mentally, but which is it's a good place to start. But how how do you know that really? That we've we've come into terms with that. Is when they now open our heart mm-hmm. and they begin to check the reins. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, is is Jesus really the the owner of your soul? Is is the bishop? Is he the bishop and the owner of your soul? Mm-hmm. And how, will, how how they can tell that is how much we can hear his voice. Mm-hmm. That's the test in the spirit. Mm-hmm. How much can we hear his voice? Mm-hmm. How far can we hear his voice? Um, hearing the voice of the shepherd is is not just about hearing the Holy Ghost, right? Hearing the voice of the shepherd is for a different walk. Amen. Um, because the shepherd has a nature, right? And the shepherd, the the nature of the shepherd is to Lead the shida. When you look at it, there, there are things he cares for. Like he cares for the sheep. He leads the sheep into pastures, right? He protects the sheep. Those are different natures of a shepherd. Amen. Amen. And um, I believe that you know we've been playing around that shepherdic, shepherdic nature, even yeah. since you know, we started praying and all that. Because um, the things we are we're talking about, 
mm. is passing mm. from death to life, yes, right? Sir. And it's very essential mm. to know the the work of the shepherd mm. in bringing souls out of death into life. Amen. Mm. Now, without the shepherd, mm. the truth of the matter is that we can't leave the grave. Yes. Mm. Because part of what the shepherd does is to lead. Mm. Amen. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is not the shepherd. Mm. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is what is not the shepherd. There is a different shepherdic walk which is for the soul. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Although the only, because I mean, when you talk about a shepherd, right, there's one thing that we align with straight, straight ahead, and that is leading. Because that's part of the nature of a shepherd, right? Yes, so there is leading, and that is one of the prominent work of a shepherd. Amen. Because a shepherd is a leader, he leads flock. Right, he's going to lead. He's going to lead flock out from a place to another place. Right, Uh, most of the work of the shepherd is to is to lead sheep in areas of pasture. Right, Mm -hmm. where they can eat, where they can, no, drink. Right, that's part of what the shepherd does. Right, he leads them in green in, in green pastures. Without the shepherd, you can never find pastures in the spirit. Yeah. God will help me on. Because what I'm saying, most of us will be thinking, but what does the Holy Spirit do? Mm-hmm. Right? There is a work of the Holy Spirit. Of course, the shepherd, right? The shepherd, there's, there's, there is the, the integration of the shepherd in the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is when the Holy Spirit becomes the Lord upon his soul. Right mm-hmm. now, the the lordship of the when the Holy when the Holy Spirit has become the Lord, he has, yeah, then the Holy Spirit has become a shepherd, mm-hmm. or we've moved into the shepherdic arena of the Spirit. Now, all of the leadings of the, of the Holy Spirit before them is not for the purpose of pasture. Okay. Does that make sense? I know in milk we use we use you know, that Holy Ghost leaders in pastures, of course, uh, when it comes to you know, reading our Bible. T- to be honest, it's a training. It's a training. Um, there are pastures in the spirit, and the past the, the reason for the pasture is for your work upon the soul. Amen. Amen. Now, the thing we experience where we get born again begin to work with the Holy Spirit, those work is really to prepare us for the main main work in the soul. So the Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray. The Holy Spirit will teach us how to you know, read our Bible. And then or we, we start paying attention on how we can be led by the Spirit. Because that's one of the most critical aspects. If you miss everything else, don't miss being led. Right? At least, if that is safe, everything, every other thing that is wrong can be addressed. 
I believe so. Why? Because if you get everything right and you miss leading, it's useless. Because, okay, you can get reading your Bible right, you can get praying right, but you don't get reading, leading right. It means everything else will be wrong. So it means you may read your Bible, but you may not read it to Ashish. You may not have leading. You may not have, when you are praying, not, you know, there are things that they raise us with as believers, yeah. right? Yeah. Part, I mean, by now, I'm pretty sure we should not be talking about it, but we'll talk about it because that is just necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying we should not be talking about it to give us a sense. Mm-hmm. But of course, we'll talk about it. Um, when I'm saying we should not talk about it, I don't say, I'm just saying that we should be well accustomed with all those things by now. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that's not the state where we are. And of course, there will always be new believers who have not yet learned some thing, little, little things, been diligent. In short, there are many believers that have not left their natural sense for a spiritual sense. Even and they are born again. And such a sense, you see that they find difficulty in understanding spiritual things. I'm not just talking about understanding scripture. Just, you see, the, just as the, the foolishness of scripture it's not yet clear to those senses why because the when we get born again there's a there's, there's a there's a there's a there's how we there's something hell there's something that ought to happen to us which only goes that's when, when we get born again only go spend time doing that how by baptizing us filling us is to deal with a lot of death in the soul right yeah. to bring us alive part, partly to bring some quickening Right? But by the way, okay, let's, let's remove your senses. Right? Because mm-hmm. the sense is a serious work against what God is doing. Mm-hmm. See that sense area? That's Satan's arena. Mm-hmm. You can't beat him there. You can never. No matter how much wisdom you acquire, no matter how much, go and read all the book in this world. Go and gain all the wisdom in this world. See that sense area? You can never beat Satan. That's his arena. That's his area. That's 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 where that's where. If it's like it's like you want you wanting to beat, uh, beat somebody. In their own in their own home, right? With uh, with their own rule. They are the one that will set the rule. They are the one that that will even orchestrate the environment, the the area, and then you want to go and beat them there. There's no way you okay. I mean, there's a what's that? I think it's Rambo. There's a the last Rambo uh, that I watched. No Rambo is now old, and then in that last one, they killed someone that's like a daughter to him. And where he went to go and fetch her because she went to Mexico to look for her father, but she didn't find her. Then her friend sold her into a cartel. Where they do prostitution and, and stuff. So the father, when they realize that she has left, ah, Rambo went went to Mexico looking for her. But different things beat him, you know, almost dead. Then somebody found him, you know, not staying back to life, and then went back to go and save her. Does that sound like the the story of Jesus to us? <laughs> you know, went 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 looking for her, and they bastardized him, beat him. He was pretty much dead. Until somebody found him, nursed him back to life, 
and then now went back. Found her, beat everybody, took her, and then left. But by the time he found her, they've already drugged her. And the drug was almost like an overdose. Which, so she had only little time. So he was rush, trying to rush her to the hospital, but along the way, she died. He was, he was angry. But he knew that those people would come for, for him and her again. So he got to, told the grandmother, go and stay with another, I think, an aunt or so. Do, do, do this place, uh, don't worry, there's nothing I have to do. I'm leaving, go. But the, ma- the lady knew something. He said, so what are you going to do? So, I think he said what I usually do or something like that. I said, yeah. I said be careful. Because the, <laughs> the, the, that woman knew what was about to happen. So he left. Now, the people coming, they have no clue what his house looks like, what his environment were like. Right? So, but before they came, he was prepared for them. He set up, literally set up an environment for war. Planted different bombs. Planted arrows, different things. Pretty much as all of them entered, they came as if they were kings, carrying guns and all kinds of things. You know, and know where they were coming from, they are kings. You know, they came with that, that same sense into so a strange land. And they began to fight. As they landed, all of them perished. All of them perished. And the guy was talking to the main boss, say, say you, is you our kill last? <laughs> I will, I will deal with you. You know, with that sense, he's still feeling as if he's boss. Yeah. So he came. He went, by the time, I think he got to a point, by the time he realized that, man, I don't think I can survive here. So he was trying to go back. I said, give her a rope. <laughs> so he, he, he shot him and he was hanging by the door, something like that. Is it oil that he poured upon him or something like that? All he did, he just tormented the guy and blew up the whole place. I'm saying this because I want to tell us that that's like Satan. Satan, Satan guy right now. So he has set up different Rambo. Satan and Rambo. The sense area, our mind. Amen. Our mind is Satan's arena. When, when a man moves into flesh, sense, you can, you, there's no way you can defeat him. That he has mastery of that place. He's the one that is setting the field, the play, the rules. It's like when you go to a casino. You know that they didn't program you to win. If you go to a casino, they didn't, not everybody wants to win. The, 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 the casino is designed for you to lose. So there's no, it was not designed for you to have a chance of winning. It was designed for you to lose. I don't know why most people still go there and still waste money. So you now have a few, few winners. That's like, the, see, the odd of winning is so small that before you find somebody winning, you would have found millions losing money. So even in lottery, you see somebody won, maybe say, $1 million, $10 million, have you? Yeah. That to tell you how much money they've made. That $10 million is nothing compared to what, if they check what everybody used to play lotto, you realize that they have more money than the one they are giving out. And that's how business works. There's no way, there's no way they are going to make you win, 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 win. Where is the money going to come from? I mean, there's no magic, unless they are creating money. Imaginarily, they don't go to the bank. 
as well because the money needs to come from somewhere because they can't manufacture money therefore they need to they need to get money it's only the money is there's an influx so is it money circulation like we're saying money is the same money that's circulating so when you now see somebody i want under a million you'll be happy ha i can win no let me go and play you play many people hundred million people all over canada had the same had the same sense you had about winning and, and that tells us our, sometimes in our brain how we think yeah. that we can win Satan in our, in our brain arena, but there's no way. There's no, there's no way. There's no way that you can beat Satan in that aspect. So the, the point is, don't even try. The safety there is to move into a different place where victory at least is sure. The chance of victory is much more than looning losing that place is designed for you to win than to lose unlike Satan, where everything is designed for men to just lose amen, amen. so that that sense area is is a no-go area Satan will beat us hands down so part of the work of the spirit or the giving of the holy ghost is to begin to prepare believers right it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a need to remove see this, this one if we can't see a different place from what we see in the natural Satan will be beating us every single day every single time I know we depend some of the things naturally here but our dependence shouldn't be on them really right our dependence I mean me I know I know even if I'm saying this most of us, if not all of us, all of us, unless some people have gained, have gained victory in the spirit. As I'm saying, it, something inside the soul is still saying, yeah. you know this thing is hard. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know this thing is hard. You know why? Because we are seeing yeah. how we can't leave it. Mm. In a way, not being able to leave it is more real. Mm. Right? Am I saying we'll never, never use anything here? No, that's not what I'm saying. But is it possible for a soul to be positioned against the natural way of life that men call way? Yeah. Whereby, when they check inside of you and they, you are thinking about maybe getting a job, you are thinking about eating, you are thinking about going different places, how you are thinking is different from how a natural man will think. Right? No, there's, a, there's a different sense between getting a job, working, right, making a lot of money, and making sure that soul's need. There's a different sense of a soul position for God to meet needs. Now, there's a way the sense will work differently in that area. In the sense that, as you are thinking about needs, you are not thinking them, linking them to your job. No. Oh. Oh. Sometimes we are calculating out things. You know, there's a way. There's a way. There's a way, there's a way we calculate the job, calculate the salary, calculate everything, add it all up together. Okay. Okay. Meet. Meet needs. I think this will be good. <laughs> no, that word is is most of the time. But. 
I'm not going to. I mean, I know we need a salary. So I'm not. Nobody's disputed that. It's just that there's a diff, there's a different posture in the spirit that we should have concerning supply. Me, I know there was, there was a time that most of the calculation is based that I'm doing is based on how much I have in my account. If I spend this now, how much will be left? Now, I'm not saying that we will not be responsible. No, there's, no, there's, a, there's a thin line between being responsible and being irresponsible. Right? Of course, you need to learn how to manage your finances. That one is okay. Right? But you, you can't be too dependent on that and removing God factor. That's the major thing. There's, we, we, most of the time, we remove God factor and we just factor everything else. But the God factor is a major part of the planning. So while you are, I understand, okay, your natural, our natural, okay, feeding, rent, all those things, we calculate, okay, no problem. Maybe now want to do something. And the first sense is, I don't have enough money. Right? Or another one, maybe, maybe, I don't know why I always use cooking again. But maybe, maybe you want to cook. And then maybe, maybe or you want to have people over. And then you now quickly calculate ah, if 10 people should come. <laughs> there is not enough meat in the soup. Wow. Ah, we can accommodate two. They can come. Okay. Ah, because of that. You know what? Brethren, can you come in two months' time? By that time, I know we we'll have enough money to buy enough meat. Right? <laughs> So, so of us had a desire our death. Sometimes they don't desire around that one. Yeah. And but is it because for you to survive that and allow brother to come, you must live in the supply. Yeah, it's not on your salary. Right? Yes. Not on your salary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, am I saying you should not be responsible? No. Yes, sir. I'm just saying that there's a way, there's a way you can you can think things. I know some of us have overcome maybe that money area. Maybe, maybe some of us have overcome money. Maybe money is not our issue. It's true. I mean, so money is not their problem. There might be other things. Right? I just use money because money is very... Or money can also come in a different way. Right? It, may, it may not come as... Maybe I can't give for brethren. It may come as acquiring more. So that you can always have enough to give. So there's a there's a way that can devise different different customize different things, right? It just may come may come in different way, right? But what I'm saying is, there's there should be a sense of of living from another place that is not dependent on what our hand can produce, right? Not living on. And that's that's a major sense. It's having a spiritual sense. It's thinking of how things come spiritually. You know, it's a spiritual sense. Yes. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking about the mind of Christ now. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about just a spiritual sense. Mm. It's so difficult for souls to be configured spiritually. Mm. That is, that's part of the initial work 
of the Holy Ghost. Right? And maybe in Christ, we are still suffering to some level in that area. But the initial work of the Holy Ghost is to begin to work upon believers. Right? Moving them from living in, in the area of death. Where conversations, where, where we were, how we live, how we think. Now imagine you are a believer and you don't think differently than you used to think when we are unbelievers. Right? Now, I'm a believer now, but I see, I see think about supply, the way the unbelievers believe supply. I see think about uh, need, the way Gentiles think. So, look, you can now understand what Ephesians say. So that you, not, you walk not as other Gentiles walk. Because there's a way Gentiles walk. Right? So when you see a newborn believer and an, and an unbeliever, honestly, there's no difference between how they walk. There's no difference. But there should be a difference between how they think. Because if there's a difference, then the work can change. What changes the work begins when a soul begins to move into a different sense. Spiritual sense. How? How to love your brother. Think faith. And this, this one is really, what he's really talking about is faith. Yeah. Yes, Amen. Amen. So what he's talking about, when you look at this thing, the extra you can summary is his faith. So there is the life. Oh, you're not talking about the life of faith. You now see the major work there is really to prepare believers to prepare us to begin to think in a different way. It's so that has not begun to think differently, or that has not stopped working as other Gentiles work. That kind of soul will not be able to see the kingdom. That kind of soul will not be able to hear the voice of the shepherd. Why? Because other believers have a voice they are listening to. Gentiles have a voice which begins to order their step. Right? There's a walk. I don't know how to explain that, but I mean, God will give us understanding. Be able to understand it. Amen. But there's a way Gentiles walk by another voice. There's a voice of another shepherd. You know when you talk about walk, right? You need to you talk about moving. You have to talk about being led. Right? So meaning that voice is associated with feet. When a voice is coming, feet will begin to walk. Well, feet moves towards the voice. Whenever voice sound, the soul is always at a lot. Oh, I hear a voice. I hear, and I heard a voice behind me as of a mighty wa- wind, mighty water, as of many water. Right? You keep hearing a voice. What else? On the, on, on the, in the upper room, what happened? We hear a, a sound as of a mighty rushing wind. It's still a voice. That, that sound that they heard is Holy Ghost. Amen. So, the, the, so now realize that voice is very essential to the moving of a soul. Right? Moving a soul. The, shep- the shepherdic arrangement around the soul is tied to voice. So it is voice that is keeping men in grave. It is voice that will move men out of the grave. Amen. Amen. Before a shepherd 
before we can experience the shepherd, the the good shepherd. Before we expect the good, we need to be able to hear the voice of the shepherd. So what the Holy Ghost begins is it begins to wake you up to voice. Ha! Leading. Begin to lead. And when you talk about leading of the Holy Ghost, um, I need to separate it because there's the leading and there's the leading of the soul. Right? The, the other leading, which is our body, that one, go here, do those things. Or, or what we call uh, objective leading. That's what we're learning now. The one we have objective leading. Now, because that leading is around object, meaning it's around things. Right? The leading is around object. And here's the question Who, li- who likes object? Is you and me? God does not like object. There's nothing wrong. God doesn't know object. That's the funny thing. The people that know object is you and me. They need to differentiate between being subjective and objective leading. Maybe you are trying to differentiate. You realize that the, sub, the objective leading is always around an object. Why, why would they try to even separate that in the leading we're hearing? The, part of the reason why they were separating that is because there is a, a sense we have about the leading of the Holy Spirit, about ways it can lead. Like prophecy, gift, oh no, the gift of the spirit, um, and all that, um, and leading our soul. In leading our soul, right, it can, it can also lead us by the voice of our spirit. There's, it can be true gift, right? The voice of our spirit by the voice of the Holy Ghost, and we can be led by all those things. Now, now there's a way we add, we attach a sense that if it's a, if it's through the gift of the spirit, it cannot be the leading of the Holy Ghost, which is not true. Even if they are going to lead you out of flesh into life, they can still use some of those gifts to instruct you. How Holy Ghost wants to do it is up to Him. So just because you see a vision doesn't mean okay. It's about your soul. You can see a vision and the message is concerning you changing. Right? You can also see a vision and say, I see account number. You see the difference? That's an object. Yeah, like, but the thing about object is that it's not designed to bring you to life. No, uh, there's no amount of object you have, no amount of leading around that area you have that can bring you into life. It's not designed for life. I want to talk about life. We are talking about the life of God, really. Right? Now, why? Because I need to, I need to make it clear. Because when we get born again, what do we now have? Is a measure of life in your soul, but you have life in your spirit. There's life in your spirit, in my spirit, but there's no life as much as in the soul. The soul is a lot slower than the spirit. That is why the Holy Ghost will now begin to train us to subject us to the voice of the spirit, so we can begin to hear His voice. Begin to hear His voice. Then after a while. It becomes the Lord. That is when leading begins. True leading into life. That's where it begins. Now, what is the meaning of the Lord? The meaning of the Lord, when you look at it, means is a a Lord is a leader. A Lord is a shepherd. 
Right? Yes, sir. For example, now, in, in the Yoruba land, a king is always referred to as a lord. My lord, Uluamio. That's the, in the king area. But if you're not coming to maybe our modern days and time, right? You now have the judiciary system where the judge is called my lord. Because is the lord there? The judge in the judiciary court is the lord. Whatever judgment he or she decreed, that's it. That's final. You can't go and unturn it. If you want to turn it, you have to go and appeal in a higher court with a higher lord. So in a higher court, the judge there is also a lord. Because they also say my lord. Right? But the lord there is higher than the lord in the lower court. That's so they have to appeal to that one. Please so help us overthrow this judgment. So he's a lord for lord. Satan is a lord. He's also a lord. Satan is also a shepherd. In a way. But he is not the true shepherd. Neither is he a good shepherd. That shepherd that is not good, there's a way they referred to him. Amen. Amen. So let's read John 10. I will not rush. I want to rush in my spirit, but I will not rush. In the name of Jesus. John ten ten. Let me read from verse from verse one. John ten verse one. So very verily I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. But he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Now see the shepherd, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd is the shepherd. Now that word is making a sense that there is a fake shepherd. Yeah. He's not a shepherd, but he's posing as a shepherd. As a shepherd. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And how did he come? He didn't come through the door. He climbed. So he didn't come the right way. The right way is through the door. Notice that every time that Jesus wants to come in, he will stand at the door yeah. and knock. Now, the door that sin lieth in Cain, I don't believe it's the right door. <laughs> God. That one, that's another, that's another door. That's, that, one, that one can be defense. <laughs> Climb defense. Amen. Because it's not, it's not a legal way. How? The way the way sin stood at the door was not right. How? Satan deceived Adam and Eve or deceived Eve to eat of the fruit. That's not right. 
So he entered, is he entering into the door? What's about the door? No, the door means that you can see who's there. In short, especially in land like this, when you have people, you can peep who's at the door. Go, go, go. Who's, the, who's at the door? Uh, it's me, John Boo. Okay, John. Uh, give me a minute, I'm coming. But when a thief is coming, they don't go through the door. Because they know that they know that you know that they are coming. And you may not open the door. So what do they do? They either jump the fence to enter the compound. And when they want to enter the house, they will jump the window. <laughs> and it is clear anybody that jumps through the window does not want to come and greet you. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> <I> can greet. <laughs> Imagining somebody wants to come and greet you. They left the door. They saw the window, say, hey, hey, boom. I've never seen all those movies that you just see somebody just breaking all those action movies yeah. that that uh, the police want to catch somebody and they've already surrounded the house, but they want to catch them unaware. All of a sudden, you just see them, boom, you just hear glass break, slow motion, and then they roll. Happy eyes, on the floor, everyone's going on. No, anybody that comes to the door doesn't want to come and greet you. So, so most of the time, we will see Satan jump fence, break window, enter the house, and we start gisting with, with Satan. And then, you know the funny thing is that we willingly give our things to him. Uh-huh. So Satan, what of, out of all these riches, which one do you want to take? Uh, so I have gold, I have diamond, I have money, lots of money, lots and lots and lots of money in the, in, in the closet. Lots of money there. And what else? See, see those are our pots. They are made of gold. We thought, you know, when we wanted to buy a pot, they said gold is good because the metal there is awesome for the body. So when we drink gold, you know, it's awesome. There's also copper. That our cup there is copper. It's awesome. It's, it's good. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I have lots of, lots of riches here, Satan. Lot, lot of them. Which one do you want? That's how we interact with Satan now. No one said, imagine somebody that jumped the fence. The moment somebody jumped the fence, you start suspect who is this person. Yeah. So now you go and get your gun. <laughs> I mean, you have to protect yourself now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And protect yourself. But no, when we see Satan, Satan, the one said, Satan jumped the fence, mm-hmm. enter house, break window, enter. Mm-hmm. And now he took the house over and turned it into his own abode. Mm-hmm. And then he turned the owner of the house into a slave. Say, mm. ah. so, he shall have rule over you. Say, so, sin light at thy door. If that doers, sin light at the door. But that guy that entered, God sin, he's not, he's, not, he's not a true or a good, neither a good shepherd. He's not good. There's nothing good about him or her. Him, not him. Baba say, yeah. Say, <laughs> say, but he that entereth in the inn by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Mm. Right? You know, Jesus does not fight you. Yeah. He just asks you. You mm. would. I stand at the door mm. and knock. Mm. If only one word. Yes. yes. What would they open? They would do. Mm. I'm not seeing that hearing. 
is an mm. is, is an essential part. Yes. yes, sir. Or is an essential part of a sheep. They must hear. Try scripture, see. Let me ask you here what the spirit is saying. It is it is it is impossible to save a soul that is years. Why? Because they need to call it back. If they can't call the soul back, it can't return to life. I think some of us, you know, I know I don't know if this is this is real, but you know, some of those uh, explanations that they give us, hey, come on, come on. That they give us maybe somebody I won't go beyond two, so the rest are short. So there, there is somebody I'm already planning. Maybe I'll I, let me not say anything, but I won't go beyond two. So uh, there's, somebody. there's somebody that uh, was that was that somebody? What was I saying earlier? I'm going to give an explanation about. Mm, Yeah. About the ear, okay. So I'm talking about the importance of yeah. hearing, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, if somebody is going and they're about to, or they are crossing the road mm. and they are deaf, yeah. <laughs> and the car is about to hit them, mm-hmm. and no matter how much you shout and call and scream and Hong Kong. They are not. The, the, the truth of the matter, they are not even going to respond in any way. In short, a deaf soul is dead to the voice of the shepherd. So when we are deaf, Satan lock them, lock, block our ear, because you know it's an essential part of salvation. That's part of what the Holy Ghost will begin to open up. When we get born again, see that all those baptisms get born again, filled with the spirit. Yeah. It is very see if if we ah! I can't just talk about that today. Or maybe I can, who knows? Oof. But the thing of the the truth of the matter is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you can't, you cannot, you cannot on over is it overestimate you, you, you cannot underestimate it. I don't even find the word to say. All I'm, all I'm saying is it's very important. Yeah. Come over emphasize. Yeah. You can't. It's it's. I can't talk about it enough. Mm. We'll still be talking about it because it is the first experience of opening up a believer to the hearing of the voice of the shepherd. So before the shepherd can reach a soul. The sheep needs to be hearing something. Mm. Let's okay, okay. Let's let's begin surgical. Let's open the ear. Mm. Let's open the ear so that uh, this sheep can actually hear the voice of the shepherd. They actually open our ears in in uh, in you see levels. It's different surgery work. The first surgery is when we get born again to open it up. Mm. They will do another surgery so that we can hear the shepherd. After we hear the shepherd, the shepherd will continue and there's another surgery so that we can hear the shepherd who is God. Because the real shepherd is God. 
He just gave himself as a shepherd as Christ. Christ is a shepherd that came out of the shepherding nature of God. Which is the shepherd God released out of himself to begin to return sheep back to him. If God come down as a shepherd to begin to try and get us out of death, we will not hear him. Do you know why? It's because our sin has fast separated us from him. There's the God. Ah, okay, that word. Let me be careful of the statement. I want to say God has a limit, but it doesn't have a limit. What I'm trying to say is that there are boundaries. There are boundaries God can't cross. If He crosses the boundary, He will stop to be God. That is why He thought, He thought, He thought. Ah, where, where men has gone to is a place I can't reach. No, I don't have power. But I can't go there. Because man has moved into sin. God does not behold sin. Right? God himself can't move there. If not, he would have left heaven in his raw essence. Come, die, save, and then go. He couldn't do that. He had to look for your wisdom. Ah, Christ! Okay. Who shall go? Oh, yeah, the word. And that is still him. Mm-hmm. Came down, then became flesh. That's God in flesh. Right? And then he now began the work of restoration. So Christ is a shepherd out of a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Who came. And that be, it's not the voice of that shepherd through which we heard the voice of the, of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. So God can speak to us through him. Because see his other voice. If we hear it, and where we were, if we hear that one, mm. you know what we are going to, what's going to happen? We'll cease to exist. <laughs> yeah. Why am I saying this? As I'm saying this, I just just hear an example. You see Israel, just it's a typical example. So let's not blame them too much. You don't know what they saw. Mm. See when when God, it's not Jesus. When God landed on Mount Sinai. When God descended upon the mountain, they saw a mountain that burned with tempest, with thunderings and lightnings. See, I don't know what that thundering sounded like. I don't know what the lightning looked like. I don't know what the voice sounded like. Do you know what they said? They entreated him that the voice should not be spoken to them any longer. Wow. <laughs> That's what they said. That's the, that's the state of every soul. Mm. Now imagine that voice coming to save you. You run more to Satan. Mm. Part of it is because that voice itself is a judgment. Mm. When you hear the voice, something inside is beginning to, to move. It's like, you know, you, know, you know the way people that are possessed behave? Mm. Yeah. When the presence is available, when the presence comes, yeah. they just begin to manifest. Yeah. You don't even need to do anything. They just, ah, they want to leave the place. Yeah. That's how we behave. <laughs> now that they believe you see somebody that are you ah, it's because they are possessed Satan is upon ah, they cannot stay where the presence is Satan cannot stay where the presence is you that you are inside presence <laughs> what do you, what do you, what, it's because it's not just a sight yeah. when they open your eye in the spirit you realize that it's the same thing you are doing in the spirit 
that when God arrives like this, everything inside the soul is reacting. And it's not reacting in the sense that, Lord, I love you. I love you. No. It's not. He's seeing God. He's saying, ah, voice, stop. Don't, don't, don't speak to me any longer. Abi, yeah. they, they told us in scripture that's what happened. So they entreated, said that the voice should not be spoken to them any longer. Which means if God wow. descend like that, man, that descend like that, that's it, man. We'll just tell God, God, sorry, no. I mean, do you know that Christ's program was already in place before that even happened? That's to tell you how that God is unrelenting. He already has a way to say, but you know what? Let me try these people again. You know, I mean, he gave promise to Abraham already. And of course, we know that that's tied to Christ. Okay. Israel now, okay. Okay, no, let me, tr- let me try Israel. I want to make them a nation of priests. Then God descended upon Sinai. Oh, yeah, who can take me? Who loves me? The person they've been shouting to, Lord, deliver us from Israel. And then, ah, the Lord heard their cry, called Moses. Moses, you know the, way, the day God heard their cry is not the day he called Moses. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. God has heard their cry before Moses was born. Yeah. It was part of the answer to their cry that Moses was born, put into the house. In short, it's part of that deliverance. God answering their prayer. That the king decided to kill all the men. Yeah. Or yeah, kill everybody. Lest they work stronger and multiply and multiply, kill all the male. You know, in the, if, if they kill male of a nation, you weaken the nation. Yeah. Because you reduce the strength mm. of the nation. Mm. You know that thing is still happening today. Mm. Or you don't think so? Mm. See, eh? Ah, come out of it. Jesus is, God is too awesome. There's no problem you see today that has never happened before. Mm. You just need a spiritual sight to see it. Mm. See that thing is happening today. How? They don't, they don't, just, they don't, they don't just carry blade. You know, you know, you know Satan has improved. Yeah. At some point, Satan was primitive. <laughs> yes, now. His axe and knife he used to kill people. Yeah. Now, he's more sophisticated. He's... he's um, see, when Satan drops to be using a primitive way to fight you, that will tell you <laughs> that he's angry. Yeah, because means that something is shifting in the spirit. Let's move to primitive way. How? This I don't know why I'm saying this. You can arrange this to cut you. He wants to fight life. Can, Satan can arrange things. He's becoming primitive. That, that's a sign that you are doing something good against him. It means that you are fighting Satan. <laughs> it means you are you are what you are worrying with you are worrying with Satan. You see, I don't know. You know, you know when Paul was teaching and Diana fell. When Diana fell, Diana became angry, and Diana resolved to primitive way. What was it doing? They began to talk against. Oh yeah, leave the city. Oh, yeah. ah, you people calm down now. What, was the, what have I done? I just preach at the pitch. So Satan can resort to primitive ways. So in the olden days, they begin to slay the men in in Israel. Why? Because if you can reduce the men, one, 
you will stop multiplication. Mm. Why? Because women can't reproduce themselves. And also, I mean, I'm not saying women are weak, but no, the scripture says refer to them as the weaker vessel. Mm. I mean, don't, I mean, I, I know you, the new movie that is in town now, The Lady Warrior. <laughs> that thing now. You know, you know, you know, people can come now and say, ah, ah, if men don't fight, no worry now. There are women like the, the Lady King. Like, oh, it's not like that. How many of that have you Under seen? Under, Under Woman. <laughs> All those ones. You know, you know, you know, you know that's the same sense. When you have a superhero, you know, most superheroes are male. Do you know the sense when they start introducing female superheroes? Now, I'm not saying what the male or the is right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, just look at the sense of the people. Yeah. It used to be male. Then they started talking. Then they introduced the female version. So when you see Superman, you see Superwoman. When you see Batman, you see Batwoman. When you see uh, Aquaman, you see the Lady Aqua. I don't know that one. When you see... Uh, Wheels, the superwoman. There's one. There was there. Okay, there's that Wonder Woman is a version of Superwoman in DC Comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Ma, is it Marvel? I think there's Marvel. But but of course, Super Superman has Supergirl. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> now you know uh, there's also the new ones that I'm seeing now. That you know this Star Girl, uh, Green Lantern's daughter is a lady. That was now, you know, they are mostly girls. And maybe a few, few guys. It's a voice. Mm. Or there's a voice. Mm. Is it, there's a, see, when you, all the movies you watch these days, most of them, they are just voices. Yeah, there are true. things they are saying. They are making statements. Now, when you see what is in the movie, sometimes it tells you the state of where we are. At. Yes. So when they slay men, you weaken the, honestly, you weaken the nation. Why? Because one, they can multiply at a fast rate. Because, I mean, you need their seed. Satan is doing that today. How? By exalting the LGBT community. Funny thing is that they might not, but they are being exalted above all the other voices in this world. Imagine how you have one million voice. And they have maybe one thousand voice. Overpowering a million voice. Ah! That will tell you that something else is behind it. Now, and you see the media, and, and here's the funny thing, the nation does not know what they are doing to themselves. Yeah. I, I, it may not be true, but I had a report where I heard that China is investing in the media in the West to also help them produce movies about LGBT. You keep doing it. Yeah. But in their own nation, they are strengthening the men. <laughs> it's true. Because they are wise. Because a nation that kills their men will become weak. Yeah. It's as simple as that. See all these superwoman that everybody is shouting, what men can do, men can do the better. Ah, it's a lie, deception. Satan has lied to souls. Mm. It has always been right from the beginning. You need men in nations. Who fight war? <laughs> men. No. No. See all these women, king and all those things. They are, a, a, they are an exception. Mm. Very few. How many of them do you see nations? They're not plenty. Of course, yes, they can fight. Imagine all the men are dead and they only have women. Who fight? It's the women, huh? <laughs> but no nation yeah. will send their women first to battle. Yeah. Just, just, it's just common sense. Don't even, it just says, why will I send you to battle? You also have kids 
to watch over while I go. I mean, no, now, why will I send you? Okay, you go, let me take care of the kids. It's even weak. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's weak. And that thing that doesn't make sense is something God installed in every soul to make it to tell you and me that this is the order. It's just nothing. You see, you can't do without men. Just leave them. Don't remove them. But what the Western world is doing now that they don't know that they, they are thinking, hey, give me this up. They are, what they are doing, they are weakening men. What happens is you begin to see that population will begin to reduce over time. Why? Because men no longer marry women. It is men and men, women and women. See, no matter how much they adopt, no matter how much they do surrogate and all those things, they still need the sperm of a male. Imagine that is no longer so that to tell you that they are still dependent on men. I still don't understand how they think. But they'll use emotion and everything to, to erase everybody's sense. That? That's what they are doing. But that's the, that's the way a carnal sense, think, natural sense. That's why you can't, if you try to fight it that day, you can't beat him. Yeah. Satan has given them the wisdom of how, how to appeal to your sense and all those things. Yeah. Why? Because they need to wicked the voice of men. Then what happens? We are already, men are already, the nation is already weak. They're not making it weaker by killing the men. Oh. What will happen? They will soon perish. That's what it means. And that is why, because what they are destroying is families. The family structure. Then you now begin to see that the kind of kids they will begin they, that will come out. Mm. They say they will be inclusive and open minded is a lie. They will be yeah. they will be they will be yeah. broken kids, yeah. broken and weak, yeah. weak, broken, confused. Because yeah. when you see see the LGBT community, they are very weak, but you will not know. If you don't, if you look at them, they are very fragile and yes. weak. They mask. It's, it's, you know, you know who they are? I don't know if they, they will take me to court if they heard what I'm saying. But I'm not saying. But we need a voice against such things. Yeah. Yeah. See the the you know you know those dogs that those tiny tiny dogs, those small small ones. Yeah. You know that and then they back pass. Mm -hmm. And do you know why? It's fear. Yeah, yeah. They know they are small. Uh -huh. They know they are small. So in order for then it's almost like a defense mechanism for them to be able to feel good and be able to be okay. They will use fear to start backing go, 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 so that they can scare you so you can go. It's a lie, they are the one afraid. That's the same mentality that that community is doing. Now, is it wrong to respect them as human beings? No, they are human beings, we respect them, but that nature you can't, you can't force it on others. If you want to kill yourself and be like that, no problem. If you want to perish like that, no wahala. I mean, we can tell you, and that's the gospel, even if only them, that's how the gospel is to anybody. You tell them, believe or not, you should leave it to God. No, you know, there's a sense you can, you, know, you can take your strength to convert souls. And then, you, and, and then the way you preach to them is by force that they must convert. It's not even with grace. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know you perish? Believe Jesus. If not, you die. See that kind of preaching. And so for that kind of preaching, we work to some level with my work in Nigeria. And that's really because we still have some fear for God somehow. Mm. Say here, the groom pastor. Yeah. 
Believe God or perish. No, I want to perish. That's what they will tell you. Yeah, so I believe God or perish. Okay, no, I want to perish. I don't want to believe. What's your problem? That's what they will tell you. So when you now see a lot of gifts of the spirit at work, it's part of it's to, it's, it's to dance that sense. Yeah. It's part of to reach them. Yeah. And you know the, the church here has it a lot. Yeah. But the church here is weak with that. Mm-hmm. They no longer have it. Why? Because they've moved into sense. Yes. That's why most of the churches in, in, in the Western, in, the, in Canada and in the US, they are weak. Mm-hmm. Because it is no longer with the demonstration of the spirit and power. Uh-huh. I'm not just talking about raising it and another thing. I'm just talking about this. Not that the way the, the gospel is demonstrated. Yeah. They've lost the power. Yeah. Even the gift, you don't see it as often as you would. What you see now is very few places. Yeah. That's true. There were very, when I saw maybe a church that even just trusting Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, and you know the move of the Spirit, it was very few. It's only one church. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are still some others. I don't know, but it's only one I know. But it's not even like that. That one said they, Satan has attacked that church. Because mm. Satan scattered them. And what did he, how did he do? He used the wisdom of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. When you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. Mm-hmm. And that's how he attacked that church. He took the shepherd and they attacked the shepherd. They saw the shepherd left his sheep and went away. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? The church started going to trouble. How did he just give, just, just, just attacked the shepherd with money? Some people, with, some men with money came. Hi, we can open a church for you. They had to go in another in another city. So he left. <laughs> I don't understand it. Even if you are going to leave, even if you are going to even make room for who's going to so it's almost as if the way he left, there was no even plan for who's going to so you know take over. It's like the church was turning into tumult <laughs> for some time. And that church is still suffering that issue till today. So Satan knows how to attack. Mm. And what it, what it goes for. So that thing he did in nature is not under it. It goes for the shepherd. It goes for that to us when he's attacking us. It goes for the shepherd. So it means it goes against Christ inside souls. So configure men. Don't hear the voice of the shepherd, the true shepherd. Let me, uh, me, I'm your shepherd. Now I've entered through the window. I'm your, I'm your shepherd. Amen. Amen. So, I don't know, I know I've said different things, but how oh, I can remember my thoughts. But I, I was talking about how God heard Israel, right. heard their voice, heard their cry, yeah. right? Took them out of Egypt, sent Moses. Moses went into Pharaoh's house to learn their way, but he, he did not love it, right? Yeah. I was seeing Hebrews 11, we say, not for a moment, right? He did not, uh, what's the word? Uh, he did not love the, the pleasure. Is it pleasure? Yes. Let me read it. Amen. Amen. Sorry, guys. I don't know why I'm joining in this direction. Honestly, I was just hoping I could emphasize the shepherd. Ah, I've talked a lot. So I'm going to go to Hebrews 11. And I'm going to go to verse. Mm. Verse 24. Say, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather 
to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Right? He chose not to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Because the pleasure of sin is always for a season. It doesn't last. I think that's what we're talking about you know, as we're praying. So there's a way to sit and give sorrow. It's a wisdom of sorrow. Gives you a pleasure for a season and withdraw it. Or oh, that's that's the sin. This the, the sin does not last. You know, so just give a tiny joy for a for a season. Just like you know, a typical explanation. Just buy a new phone now. No, no. As much as we are configured against not loving natural things, object, you know that let's maybe just get a new phone. There's, a, there's something inside the heart that my my lip a tiny, no matter just like tiny, just be tiny lip for joy about the thing you just acquired. Mm. You realize that. After a week, yeah. too, that joy disappeared. Mm-hmm. That's the wisdom of sorrow. Yeah. Amen. Oh. That's the wisdom of sorrow in the soul. So, so Moses identified sorrow. So he did not enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Mm. Right? He refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter. No, I'm not a child of devil. Mm. Because Pharaoh represents the land of the dead. Mm. I, I refuse to be identified with death. No, I, don't, I don't want death. Then he moved. He was jealous for God. That slain that he slew Egypt because of an Israelite is God's jealousy. Mm. Now Paul said, I am jealous for God. Why would you be treating the people of God this way? Slay the Egyptian. And then he ran. God making him weak. Why? Because God wanted to use him. Drove him into the wilderness. The wilderness experience. And then God called him. Moses! After it, I have prepared you now. Now you are ready. You are going to take my people out of Egypt. Amen. So Moses became a voice to to Israel. Then Israel cried, Lord, save us from Israel. Then God heard their cry, sent Moses, took them out of Israel. Maybe they will be happy. Out of Egypt, sorry. Maybe they will be happy. That, Lord, thank you. Ah, ah, ah. What am I even saying? They were rejoicing. But wait, oh, let, me, let me show you the story. Okay. You know when they were leaving? They were not happy. Mm. No, when they were leaving? I don't think they were happy. They wanted to be delivered from Israel. But they're not happy. But maybe what was giving them joy is that they're going to the promised land. You know, say to, say to take, save us, that you take us to the land that the Lord promised us. It is 400 years. There was a land you promised our father. Lord, it's because they want to continue what they are doing in their land where there's no oppressor. <laughs> that, that's, that's the only yeah, thing, no. Because yeah. they are in, it's not, it's not Shiloh, they are in Goshen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to carry Goshen to the new land. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Anything about the dealing of the shepherd, who is God, leading them. They didn't want, and God knew. So God created the wisdom of the shepherd, gave them Moses. Because you knew if, if God came, came down, spoke to uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh, no go. I mean, not God now. You no go dispute. But Israel go dispute. <laughs> God, ah, I mean, I know, I know, we know we pray to you, but I mean, we're not expecting this. We just, just wanted you to just take us and just stop. I mean, ah, it's okay. This is too much now. You know, I mean, you don't, this thing, ah, why would you come down now? Are you from that place where you are? Ah, 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 why did you come down? It's not too serious. Not that, it's not that serious. Ah, that's, how, that's how we behave sometimes yeah. to God. 
Ah, ah, God, why did you come down? Nah, it's just a small matter now. Nah. Is it not just my this my small debt here? Ah, ah, it's okay now. Nah. It's not that serious. Just give me like 10, 20 years. I'll overcome it now. <laughs> it's not that serious now. And that's a proof that nobody, no, Israel does not like God's life one bit. So, okay, so no words. Okay, I know you're not. Let me send Moses. Send Moses. Moses took them out with strong hand. No, that strong hand is also like a testimony for them. Yeah. The Lord led us out of the Jew with a strong hand. Till today, eh? Till today, they still tell that story to their kids. How the Lord led them out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Oh Lord, it's like a, it's a pride for them. The Lord God, the Lord of the hand of Egypt. You know, they tell everything God did is slew their kids. You know, all those things. It's awesome. Okay. But before they start, let, let's leave that. That's just for you to know so. You see now, the people they will be talking about all those things. Though, but let's move to the real story. Mm. Took them out. The moment they left, le- they just left. They just looked ordinary. Just they just looked at ordinary Egypt. Let me not say ordinary because I don't know what that looked like. <laughs> <laughs> they also saw horses chasing after them. Yeah, Moses. Oh, why did you take us out of Egypt to perish? They loved their life. <laughs> Nobody becomes a Christian today. And does not love their life. No. They love it. No. It may not look like it. That soul loves it. No matter how so that soul is arranged. Even be you be you an unbeliever. Where you can do like this, bend. I'm a humble person. I don't like pride. I don't no, I don't love I don't love money. Somewhere there there's pride. Somewhere there there's love of money. Somewhere there there's greed. You will not see it. Because nobody that is dead ever knows that they are dead. Why? Because they are alive to other dead people. Yeah. So, so they left. They left Egypt. Say Moses, why did ah! I promise you to two? It's only ten minutes to two. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! And I, I really want to tell this story. Hey! I try and fast. Then maybe I'll just, I'll just end it in. Because I know that too. That too is very crucial. Amen. Amen. Ah, sorry, guys, but. They, they left Egypt. They cried to Moses, why do you want us to perish? Why? Why do you kill us here? You should have left us in Egypt. Imagine, they just left. They were, they were the ones shouting to God, God save us. Did you not believe that the God that took them can save them? What was going on? I will tell you that they still don't have this a spiritual sense. See, a soul that can believe God will deliver them. And they just see problem. Ah, no, now God's got this. Yeah. It's a spiritual sense. Yeah. So they, they are not using it. They just left. It's, they are using natural sense. Why? Because Egypt, they see, is clear to them. More than God, they can't see. But it's supposed to be the other way around. God should be more real than what you can see. God should be more real than money. God should be more real than school. God should be more real than work. God should be more real than finding husband. God should be more real than finding wife. God should be more real than anything you can think of. Because at the end of the day, none of those things will follow you out of this peace. That is the truth. At the end of the day, I mean, even if you don't believe it, eh, it's very simple. Just look at people that are dead. Even if they have one billion dollars, if they die, that money goes to somebody that is alive. They themselves, they will not carry shishi into grave. Come to think of entering into that place. Now imagine that everybody whose joy 
has been in those things. And then you woke up in a place where all this, those things are no more. Sorrow. And the reason why, when you say sorrow, you know sometimes we think of it like, oh, they, have, it's, they are sorrowful because they are sad. No, it's because that's all they acquired before they died. Why? Because sorrow is a pleasure for a season. What's the season? That season can end before you even leave this place. In short, that season ends in the soul. You can have money. The season of the joy there is maybe at the beginning when you just got it. After that, you may have one billion in your in your account and you are sorrowful. Yeah, yeah, But you can still be poor and be sorrowful at the same time. Yeah. So it's not, it's not about even money. You can be so, as long as what you acquire is not everlasting joy. If that sorrow will be present in the soul, then what will happen is that when you leave this place to a place where they can't find those things. The real, the real thing inside the soul will find the experience, which is sorrow. Mm. So we've heard this preaching, but it is not yet a reality to many souls, even many believers. Till today, even in people in World of Righteousness, you'll be preaching to them, they say, when, when you check their soul, eh, things is still real, more real than God. How? They can choose it faster than they choose God. Just like in jail. Hey! Just leave us in Egypt now. Then okay, God, God overlooks their problem. Okay, no Allah. Moses, I will put a pillar of fire by you by night, a, a cloud by day. Yeah. You know that, that thing followed them out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yet they were still wanting to go back. So they so maybe that pleased them for a moment to pacify them. Then they got to the ocean. They still don't believe that the cloud or the fire can answer the ocean, the Red Sea. Hey, Moses, have you made us to perish? Don't worry. The Lord will deliver you today. Moses came, lifted up his hand. sea parted. They passed through. Then he said, look, the Egyptians you see today, you'll see them no more. They passed. Then the Egyptians came, then the water perished and they died. Do you know what happened? Do you know what Egypt did right away? The Egyptians that was just complaining a few seconds ago. Guess what happened? Thank you. The Lord has done valiantly. He has destroyed us from the hands of our enemy. Is it not? Is a prophet? Is a is a, a prophetess that started the song now? Yeah. Prophetess. What's her name? I forgot. Miriam. Started singing the prophetess. Raise raise spiritual song. No, so I was going to come just yes. this picture song is going on like, oh Lord, I love you. Oh Lord, oh Lord, if I have acquired anything, I will sell everything to find you. Let that song finish. <laughs> then the real thing that is in the soul begin to speak. But God needs to make us realize that if I have the song is telling you, see, see, you have acquired plenty. Leave it and come to a place. Right? That's what Israel did. Israel was just crying now. Then Israel died. Oh, the people that just wanted to go to Israel, Egypt, sorry, Egypt back. No, no, no. Because they see Egypt, ah, ah, they are unstable. Hi. Bipolar syndrome. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> what is it you are seeing in so people having bipolar? It's not new. It's a spiritual problem. More things in the spirit is just is just what's that word? 
We want something break. It's having a breakthrough into the natural. So most of the sickness you see is just a spiritual problem that has a breakthrough into the flesh. Yes. Now, some of them, right? Satan just used the wisdom that's already existing. Why? You know, bacteria are normal, are normal part of the earth existence. Mm-hmm. You see, you find them naturally in some things. Yeah. Normally, bacteria or virus is not supposed to affect men. Yes, sir. It's the weakness of the body yeah. and the soul that caused that issue. It was seen as found too much expression. Mm-hmm. Why? Now, let me tell you something. I, I, I can't remember where I heard that, but it just, it just made sense quickly to me. I think it was when leading of the spirit that was listening to them. They mentioned something. You know the body has the ability to heal naturally. Mm. Okay. The speed at which the body heals is much more faster than you see today. Mm. It's because Satan has slowed it down. That is when you are caught now, you wait for days for you to be healed. Before, when there's a court, you almost see no court. Which will feel like they, nothing can cut them. Because the speed at which they heal is, is a spirit speed. So that when you cut it, you won't see any cut. Because it's, as you are cutting it, it's healing up. So there's a speed in healing. If virus enters a body, it will have no effect because the body has a natural healing mechanism. That it will render the virus useless in the body. Bacteria useless in the body. I mean, we have natural existing bacteria in the gut. Right? So why did some have power to make men sick? It's because some, the body is weak in some area that it can't it can deal with them. Is it tell you how that the body's healing property has slowed down? Mm. You know, now look at aging. That's how we age. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I know. God, God, God doesn't just take those things away. Mm. For, for those things to go away, we must, we must move into life. Now, I know maybe some of us be like, I don't want to die again. It's not like that. Focus on growing. Yeah. It's not about, will I never die? Uh-uh. The, will I never die question you'll be asking, will my soul never die? Yeah. Why? Because if you can grow, yeah. yes, everything else will fall into place. Yes, mm. And really, self, they even told us the order of things. We shall all be changed. It's not even this body you will carry. It will be changed. And so I don't know why, 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 why are you protecting this one? Too? The only reason why you should take care of this body is that God have a need for it now. Yes. Why? Because it is why you are inside this thing that they will save you. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So God is completely salvation. So you can't just treat your body anyhow. Because you, maybe because you're not thinking I can be super man, super man. Take care of it. He tell thee. Mm-hmm. Amen. But hey, two o'clock. Sorry, guys. So let me fast forward. Ah, I think I finished the story. Let me fast forward. So Israel that sang the song, for He has delivered us from the hands of our enemy. I was. I mean, should we? Who is who is like unto God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the song. I know we heard that a lot during the last conversation. Mm-hmm. But who is like God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't. If I read it honestly, I'll spend another thirty minutes. So let me not read it, JJ. Let me let me just move forward, and then I'll go back to John ten that we read, mm-hmm. so I can end in peace. I end the message in JJ. <laughs> so Israel that sang that song. Immediately, immediately Egypt died. This oh who is like unto who is like unto thee? Oh God, who is like unto thee? 
Oh God, amongst the God who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. That's the song now. Hallelujah. They sing the song. Imagine that beautiful spiritual song. Israel just moved a little bit into the wilderness. Shout. We are testing. We are testing. Do you bring us here to die? You would have left us in Egypt again. Ah, what's your problem? Okay, Moses, strike the rock. He said, No, you get to a river and uh, drink water. They got there. Oh, the water is bitter. It's bitter. Moses, you want to kill us? Okay, carry the leaf of this thing. Put it in the water to make it sweet. Oh, it's sweet. Ah, it's sweet. No, it's like Okay, they move for them. We are testing. We are testing. Lord said, okay, now wait, 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 wait. You got to a point. See, I want to make all of you a nation of... If you will hear what I will say to you and, and obey my voice, I will make you a, a, a nation of priests. Probably I know that uh, Genesis 19, no. We have to tell them about we are priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. <laughs> so, okay, prepare the people. Let them come on the third day. They said they were crying to God. Then God showed up. This, the first thing they said is, Moses, see that God talking on that mountain. It's too much for me. That's too much for me. You know, you know that's, that's the nature of our heart. When God shows up, we run away. When God shows up, ah, that message is too long. So that the voice should not be speak, spoke, spoken to them. Any longer. No one was talking. He's dead. He said the soul. They won't want to receive life. How? Ah! That, see that message. See all the voice. It's, it's different workings. Maybe when God comes now, message is coming, and then message is two hours, three hours. Ah, that message is too long. Ah, that message is too long, Jerry. Or maybe they are inviting you and say, come, let's go. And they're like, ah, how long is the meeting for? Is it one hour? Okay, I can do it. Let's go. Some of us want to hear when the meeting starts, when the meeting ends. It's 10 o'clock, 10 till when? Till 2? Till 10 till 12.30? Do you know that's the problem we have in many churches yes. today? Yeah. Why? They will structure the sermon and the whole ceremony to not be more than one hour. Why? Because people can't take... They, they, did, they did one study that people lose concentration after... Is it 15 minutes or so? I think it's about 15 minutes or 30 minutes. Eh? Something like that. Imagine that says so. Because, and we, we have believed it. The, the, the church that they have believed it. That's why you not got here. Service, if service is two hours, honestly, the church will reduce. Yeah, two hours. And you'll be wondering why is this nation journeying further into debt? They don't have time for God. When God appeared on the mountain, they say, please, I will entreat you not to speak to us any longer. That statement is appearing as different things. Lack of patience. Lack of endurance for things of God. They can't bury themselves into God and die there. Why? To pray for one hour self is not a problem. No pray for one hour is a, is a problem. Everybody that wants to pray, you have a target. Be praying for an hour. At least... Yeah, I know. I know it's supposed to be. So I know 
see, do you know what is making us tell people? And you know what? You can do 15 minutes, you know, just start there. It's because we are trying to be diplomatic and help our souls. What's 15 minutes? That 15 minutes, you probably started praying. Why? Because our mind is still worrying. You see, the mind, you know, sometimes when you want to pray, you have journeyed far. They need to call back the soul. Maybe, maybe now you are, you are, maybe you are in Canada now. And so maybe you woke up. Because you slept does not mean you are here. Maybe inside the dream self, you reached uh, Australia. And then you wake up. And then you want to pray, Father Lord Jesus. Sit down, Father Lord Jesus. You are still in Australia. And, yeah. and, and, and your physical body is in Canada. So you need to now pray, 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 pray. Bring the soul from Australia back to where you are. And then begin to journey towards God. So that 15 minutes. I know. Sorry. I know they told us. Sorry. I know they told us that. Um, you know. Prayer can be short. doesn't have to be long. Pray anyway. It's to, it's to get us to the point where we are. Yes. Responsive to prayer. Yes. Because Satan discourages us. So they need, we need also a wisdom against Satan. So that we can at least start trying. Yes. That I don't want you to pray. I have, it's awesome. Thank God. Start 10 minutes, 15 minutes is okay. But just so, just so you know, 10, 15 minutes is nothing. Yeah. You've not started praying. It's, it's, part, of the, it's part of the body of shepherds mm. that they are carrying. Hey, when will this sheep learn how to pray? Mm. Ah, okay, start 15 minutes. At least 15 minutes is better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah? Pray, at least pray one hour. If you can't do that, pray in tongue all day. If you don't have, if you can't take at least pocket pocket of that you pray. Can you consistently pray in the spirit? Mm. It's also it's good. That thing will do a whole lot for you and me. Me, I know, I know, I know. Mm. Amen. Mm. Ah, time has gone. I'm trying to now round up. But what I'm trying to say is that Israel hate voice. When the voice of God came, they couldn't hear him. The voice of God is not something we naturally want to hear. Mm. Then what will happen? God needs to send his son, who is the mm. good shepherd. But there are two different, different statements they made about the shepherd. He is good and he was also great. Mm. It's not the same. He is the good shepherd. It's also the great shepherd. It's two, it's two workings of a, of a shepherd. There is a good shepherd. There's what a good shepherd would do for you. There's what a great shepherd would do. When you're moving to a great shepherd, you're beginning to touch the everlasting covenant. Right? That is, that, the great shepherd is the shepherd you see in God's realm. Let me put it that way. The good shepherd is the shepherd you see outside. It's still God, but it's out of God. Is the one God commanded to you. Because a good shepherd is to, is to bring forth good faith in your soul. Which you have to fight. Fight the good fight of faith. So the good shepherd is he that is beginning to bring forth flocks and is beginning to lead them. In pastures. Where pastures are is in the kingdom. There are pastures in the kingdom. That doesn't mean that there are no pastures outside the kingdom. 
In the same way you see Israel is arranged around the tabernacle, right? No outside. It's where they do survival work. Yeah. There are rams and goats. They have grass they eat there. Mm. It's not the same as the grass in the kingdom. And the thing about that is that the grass outside the kingdom is limited. I, mean, I know we are fighting Satan right now. <laughs> so I meet you, I'm fighting Satan. Mm. But we'll soon end up. Mm. I know we are also tired, but fight. Fight with me. Mm. Fight with me. Fight with me. Amen. So let me read that uh, verse 1. It says, Very I say unto you, he that enter it by, not, not by the door into the sheepfold, but climb it up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. Because that guy is not coming, like I said, that guy is not coming to help you or greet you. <laughs> He's not coming to drink tea with you. What they call that guy is a thief and a robber. Please, what's the difference between the two? Between the two? You, you use Nigerian sense. Use Nigerian sense to answer it. A thief is a quick, quick guy. A thief, a, thief, a thief is a fast hand. Hmm. In and out. Uh, what's that finger? Silver finger. Quick finger. That's a thief. He's stealing. A robber has a robber can kill. A robber will come with gun. That's a robber. Robby. Rob. If you don't cooperate, he can shoot you and kill you. That's why a robber is not a thief. A thief does a thief only just steal. He does not kill. But a robber can steal, can kill, can destroy. So they're just telling us the nature of a shepherd. And you know this shepherd has been doing work over men. He has been stealing, killing, and robbing and, and destroying men. Yes, sir. Not, it's not, his work is not nice. He has been doing that work to some level. What he wants is to get men fully destroyed where they can return back to God. Let's read. He said to him, the potter, okay, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd. That is the true shepherd. That is Christ. He said to him, the potter opened it. And the sheep hear his voice. Uh-huh. See that good shepherd. The true shepherd is the one the sheep should hear. Amen. Amen. And he collects his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Why will he lead them out? Where are they? They are kept in a place. Right? Souls are kept in a place. We are in hell. Mm-hmm. We are in hell. Souls are in hell. No, we believe that it's only unbelievers that are in hell. No. You, you will find believers there. Why? Because things in them is from there. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So hell is not just a place. Hell is also a life. It's mm. a nature. The There's a place where we are kept. So Christ needs to come, lead yeah. us out of it. You will not leave. You will not yeah. suffer my soul. Leave my soul in hell. Yeah. Mm. Not suffer my soul to suffer corruption. I know it's, they are talking about Christ, but they are not talking about you. Mm. So he will lead them out. Amen. Because when he lead them out, 
he will lead them in. When you, when you lead, him, lead men out of death, you move them into the kingdom. You need to move them into the kingdom. Yeah. So he will lead them out. Okay. And when he put that, when he put that forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. So that is the, the nature of a shepherd. He will lead them. And he will feed them. That's what they say. He will lead them. He will feed them. Right? He goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice. You see, you see the relationship they are arranging. Following the sheep. Is by the voice. Now realize why it is important for a flock to have ear. Any flock that is missing ear will not be able to hear the voice of the shepherd. He is the one that can go out and the island and the wolf will devour. I saw a picture one day. Ah, I'm rounding up, sorry, because of time. I think I think this is it. They see I see I see a, she, a flock of sheep. And then there's one that is around that is wandering away. And then you now see lion chasing that one. And I think it's Pastor Femi that posted that picture. Now, this is what happens to a sheep that leaves the flock. <laughs> Something like that. Eh? When you are when you are alone, eh? when you are alone, you are you are a serious meat, me for Satan. No matter how much you think you've grown. When you are alone, don't worry. It means Satan has a, a sweet devouring meal available. It's a lot easier to target that than those that are together. Yeah. Why would I go and stress myself and attack those ones that are together? When there's one, one lone, one lone wolf, sorry, one lone uh, sheep right here that can just easily kill and eat. The thing about those that are together is that when you attack one like this, because there are plenty, you don't know which one to go for. Yeah. As you're about to take all of them scatter yeah. in different directions. Ah, uh, what's going on? Mm. Then they converge again together somewhere. Ah, mm. uh, what's happening? So which means you want to go here, want to go. I was confused. Set as a confused. But one target I just lock on that one. Chase, swallow the swallow the thing. But the shepherd also has a nature. Which means it can go into the mouth of a lion to restore yes. a sheep. It means that no matter how don't, no matter how far you've gone, God, God can still rescue you. Yes. God can still save you. Yes, Amen. Yes. Why is he why is he rescuing sheep? Let's go further. It says, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but we flee from him. Yes. But the voice who is a stranger? That's Satan. For they know not the voice of strangers. This is what's supposed to be the reality in our soul. I'm speak, I'm speeding up now because of that. So this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spoke unto them. Jesus said unto them again, Very, very, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Jesus is saying again that he is the door. Means sheep must pass through him. If a sheep wants to leave hell, they must pass through him. Amen. Amen. You see, ah, I'm seeing a wisdom here that might be earlier. He was talking about a door, but they're not talking about this door. The earlier door is talking about the door to the sheep. 
You're talking about getting the sheep. This one is a different kind of door. It means there's a different wisdom here. He said, I am the door of the sheep. Meaning, I am the door that the sheep should take. So when I leave the... When I, when, there's a way I have to get the sheep. There's a door. There's a wisdom around that. And when I get the sheep, the sheep needs to enter a door. I am that door because there's a place where it needs to go, where I must lead them to, where I will feed them. Now, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. The sheep did not hear them. Ah, you'll be wondering. How did they not hear them? But we are in debt. Eh? They're talking about some certain natures in us. Or a position where we are. The thief did not hear them. Meaning that there's actually the true voice. What we are hearing is not the true voice. Right? Yeah. Now, what the, what the thieves were using to capture souls, right, is not really, really the right, the, it's not the true thing that's supposed to be for the soul. So technically, we are not hearing. Now, why can't they hear them? Because the true work of a thief and a robber is to deafen sheep. So when sheep are made deaf, they can't hear. What opens the ear is the shepherd. It's the shepherd that will begin to open the ear of a sheep so that they can follow him, so that they can enter. Because the moment a sheep starts hearing the voice of the shepherd, that's salvation coming to that soul. Huh, where I am is wrong. Oh, I don't love the things of God. Oh, I can't endure message. Oh, I can't be led by... I, 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 I don't normally follow leading. Ah, ah. What's happening? The sheep is coming alive. Life is being restored. Let me go further. Said, I am the door by me. If any man... Say, okay. They will not hear the Said verse 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. You see what we're saying? And shall go in and out. And find pasture. They're talking about a different arrangement of feeding for the sheep here. Then let me go further. I shall find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to and to kill, and to destroy. So the thief they're talking about here is also the robber, because when he has embodied the robber nature, is when he can kill. When he's still a thief, he will steal. That, that's what a, a thief will come to do, to steal. What is he stealing? What is precious to you and me that he's stealing? You know what I say? When he enter to the door, we really tell him, uh, we, have, we have plenty of riches. Yeah. But the way Satan steals is not by taking, really. It's by giving you. Yeah. It's another wisdom of stealing. He will give you to take. You say, uh, you see this gold you have? They are not real. Give it to me. Take this one. This is the real gold. That is the wisdom of a thief. You know scammers? That they will tell you... I mean, we know that uh, scam that they used to scam people where they will say they will change money with chemical. So they will, they will change some in front of them to dollar. And then they will not tell them that this, this paper can be turned to money. Just have to wash it. That is the real scam. That's the that is the real theft. So they say, bring money, then I'll give you this thing. 
So it's with a hope. It's not without hope. It's with a hope that you will get plenty. So it would de- Satan would devalue what you currently have to give you a false hope. So you too, you will lose what you have, which is supposed to be the life of God. Yeah. And you give Satan. Satan will steal it and will give you death. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let me read further and then I'll end verse 10. It says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill unto this. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Then verse 11, we now began to say, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. You begin to see the nature of the good shepherd. But he that is an ireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. That was no nice man. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The ireling fleeth because he is an ireling and he careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known of mine as the father. Even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep which are not, I have, which are not of this food, you are saying. Right, but let me stop there, because of time, I don't want to, to go further, but that's, that's another set of teaching, I mean, if I try to explain all this, I'm not going to do this, so I just, let me stop at, I, at the part where you say, I am come, that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. You see, I am come that they might have life, the giving of life, Happens when the ear yeah. of the shepherd is open, also the sheep is open. That's when life comes. Yeah. Because if the ear is not open, they can't hear his voice and follow the true shepherd. Yeah. That they might have life, yeah. and that they might have it more abundantly. And Isaiah fifty-five, we are reading. I know, I know, we are reading Isaiah fifty-five. There's a part that says, "Hearken diligently unto me." And here, let's delight yourself in Father. It says, Incline your ear and hear, and come unto me, and you shall live. And your soul shall live. Now, see the, the wisdom of coming. It's about hearing. Heaven needs to open ears to hear, so that we can hear the voice of the shepherd. Because the voice of the shepherd is important for her, for souls. The voice of the shepherd ought to lead us out of death, bring us into life, and then bring us into life everlasting, even life eternal. Is the vo- we are, if we are not tied to the voice of the shepherd, we cannot journey, we cannot come into life, we cannot enter life, we cannot receive life, we cannot enjoy life. It's not say that coming into life, our ear must be. See, my ear at the open. I think we should read that, yeah. but there's something about it because talk about life too. Is it, is it Psalm? Right? Yeah. Let me see what Psalm it is. Okay, then, somebody help me open it and read it quickly. So, look, because of time, if I, I don't want to open it and read the Bible because if I do, I won't live here. I have to, I have to end the meeting quickly. Amen. Amen. So, who's there? Who's there? Is Hebrews, eh? Oh, yes, yes. Well, can you help me read it, please? Mm-hmm. 
It's Psalm 40. Yeah, Hebrew quoted Psalm 40. Perhaps, maybe. Sacred and obviously that would just not. But he body has that and things like that. Psalm 40, verse 6. Yes. Did not desire. As thou not required. Amen. Who can tell me the wisdom in this passage? Hmm? The sacrifices and offering thou did not desire. Mine ear as thou opened. It tells you something. That ear, if it is open, can offer sacrifices and offerings. So both offering and sin offering thou did not require. Hmm? What's the next what's the next statement? Come in the volume of the book. Uh-huh. I do like to do that way. And I tell you that the ear being open is for to do me. When ear is open, you can hear the voice of the shepherd. What's the voice of the shepherd telling you? It's to give you will. That is why it is much more important that sacrifices and offering. Sacrifices and offering does not take account of the voice of the shepherd. That is the problem of Israel. Because of that, their sin could not be taken away. Right? So what do they do in order to cover their sin? They offer sacrifices and sin every year. They are offering sacrifices and offering to the Lord. Cover sin offering, um, uh, burnt offering, all these offerings, their sacrifices. Every year, every day, there's daily offering, there's yearly offering, all those things. Because there's daily oblation, morning and evening oblation. There is you know, sacrifice they bring every year. Okay, God forgive us our sin, all of that. But there is some, it mean, it's talking about the weakness of a soul from living dead. A soul that's still offering sacrifices and offering has not yet been saved. But it's okay. Maybe you can be offering sacrifices because that is what new believers do. When you get born again, what you can offer is sacrifices and offering. Now, there's a reason why I mentioned spiritual sins. To understand this, you have to meditate and think about them. What are sacrifices and sins? It's things you can do. Things you can produce. Let me go and, okay, what can I offer? Okay, let me go and take this bullock. God gave it because of the weakness of Israel. Because, because they refused God's voice upon the mountain. So, for God to, God arranged a way to allow them to come. Or let me put this way, allow them to have a relationship with him. It's not enough. But what God desires is, is a, a man that can do his will. That is where life is. Now realize that the giving of life starts when a believer can learn how to start giving offerings. Yeah. Or is in the arena where they are abode, is, is in the arena where offering is taking place. Which is different from me. You know, that's a, that's a believer in the kingdom. Yeah. There's a believer outside that their life is around uh, going to raise plants, raise animals plant uh, crops. Yeah. That's what their life they don't they don't even get the only time they need to tell me what they want, oh God oh my sin oh I take let me be going. Yeah. Yeah. But there are those it is in the area of yeah. sacrifice and that's where they dwell. They are in the kingdom. What they they are seeing offering 
they are seeing sacrifices happening just like the levite yeah. are doing uh often they are the one that oh no they, they, they'll see you bring up they'll take the ram from you kill the priest to take it but if you are in the in the sphere where you can see those things it's better yeah. because it will remind you of his of we yeah. but some people that they forget all those things all they do is just go and do their thing that's almost like some of us i'm trying to talk about some natures here sorry i don't know why i'm saying this again yeah. whereby the things about will, we don't think about them. We forget them. We go and do our thing. Go to work, take care of uh, things, uh, maybe raise kids, take care of you, go and make money, uh, maybe uh, go to class, you know, study and all those things. We go and do all those things. I'm not saying, you know, you know going to school is bad, but please, I, don't, I, want to say, I, want, I, want, I want to say this specifically for those that are students. <laughs> students, going to school is awesome. <laughs> but the point here is, don't do those things and forget the real service. Because the real service is where your life is. Mm. But if you forget the real service and then you, you engage yourself in the life outside, you will not see life. Because you are not around it. That is why say God needs to now my ears as down open. He didn't say my ears. God needs to open your ear. Say my ear. We need to pray that God will open our ear. Say my ear as down open. Why? Because he said God has an intention to open your ear. Sacrifices and offerings, he does not have pleasure. Because you can offer sacrifices and offerings if your ear is open. Because you can hear the voice of the shepherd and begin to make sacrifices. Right? Because the voice of the shepherd will begin to teach you how to offer, mm. what to offer, when to offer. Offer. You begin to learn offering. You begin to learn commandment, wisdom, righteousness. You learn all those things. Because ear is tied to the volume of the book. To do will. When you hear, you can do will. Because you can't do what you don't know. So opening your ear is for so you can learn will. So you can do them. Let's, let's begin to thank God for the day. And let's pray that heaven will open our ear. That our ear will be opened. I know we've been talking about this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. People doing prayers. Can we just pray for opening ears? Because with ear being opened, souls can have life. And we pray for the program that everyone during this upcoming program will receive the operation of ear opening. Since my ear has now opened, that God will open ears during this program in the name of Jesus. Saparadata Vanemasha, Zekeliata, Zentomatana, Temasata Variata. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I pray we should, I believe we should you know, keep praying this prayer and God will help us. Um, but uh, it's just, you know, maybe this is just to give us a burden of what to pray for. But let, let this be a burden in our heart. That ears will be open. My ear will be open to hear the voice of the shepherd in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered us today. Lord, we give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy today. Thank you for the grace to even speak your word. We say, Be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Lord, as we uh, continue to, to walk in this, we know we are pilgrims. We ask, Father, that the, 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 the work of ear opening will begin in each and every one of us. Wherever we are lacking, I don't know if it has begun, but wherever we are yet lacking, we pray that we will do the surgical work of opening ears to open our ear to hear the voice of the shepherd, 
that we might come into life and life everlasting in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty and precious name. Between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell.